Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2146. Continuing our deep dive into The Last Jedi, I'm going to take a look today at the answers to a question Ryan Johnson proposed back in May of 2017. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So in our continuation of an examination of The Last Jedi and its comparison to The Empire Strikes Back, I thought today I would take a look at something that Ryan Johnson talked about back in his May 2017 interview with Vanity Fair when he was asked about the writing of the screenplay, he talked about you know, raising the stakes further, or the article talks about how he could raise the stakes further. And so he wrote down the names of the characters and asked himself, what is the hardest thing these characters could go through, could experience in the movie? And I thought that was a great question to ask because for all intents and purposes, I don't know that I've heard the same thing about The Empire Strikes Back but you really could look at the experiences of the characters in The Empire Strikes Back through the same lens. What is the most difficult thing, the hardest thing that Luke Skywalker could face in Empire Strikes Back? It is not being able to be the hero that he thought he could be and also to find out a horrible truth about his family upbringing. For Han Solo, where we see him at the end of A New Hope, wasn't it great that he flew in to save the day and showed a little bit of additional commitment to the Rebel Alliance in that moment, but you kind of get the idea that Chewbacca really put him up to that one, so not so much his. Here we are in The Empire Strikes Back, and at the beginning he's trying to leave because of the bounty on his head, and he gets sucked in to all of the events happening, but you know, he could just be cutting and running and not having anything to do with the Empire like he wanted to do at the beginning of the movie. And instead, he commits. He faces his fears and buys into the situation. But part of that is emotional, right? He is not somebody for whom you know, we see emotional connections driving his behavior, except maybe in regards to Chewie. Here, he actually opens up for the first time and allows his emotions to be his guide. And Leia's journey is kind of the you know flip side of the coin for all intents and purposes, as opposed to Han, who hasn't been committed to anything other than himself. Leia's been committed to everything except herself. And so the hardest thing for her would be to confront these personal feelings and to consider the possibility that 
you know, there's more to life than this rebel alliance and to, you know, possibly expand the boundaries of what she's willing to commit to and experience on an emotional level in a different fashion. Meanwhile, in The Last Jedi, we have a lot more characters for which you could presume that Ryan Johnson asked that question, what is the hardest thing they would have to face? Now, I don't think that he necessarily asked that question in any deep and meaningful way for C-3PO or Admiral Holdo or Maz Kanata or Supreme Leader Snoke or General Hux or, oh gosh, you know, pick a couple of other characters, <laughs> if you will. I think he really only asked that for seven characters in total. That would be Luke, Leia, Rey, Kylo Ren, aka Ben Solo, Finn, Poe, and Rose. I think those are the seven characters for whom he posed himself that question and tried to work events in the screenplay around it. For Luke, I think it's a pretty straightforward answer. The hardest thing for him would be to come to grips with the reasons why he exiled himself to the Jedi Temple on Octo. To come to grips with the shame and the failure that resulted with him trying to start his first Jedi Academy and betraying his nephew. For Leia, I would say this one's a little dicier, but ultimately I think it comes down to how does she hand off control of the resistance to a new generation? How can she learn to trust that generation? How can she teach them what they need to know? and do it under the gravest of circumstances? How can she step back from being a leader and let other people lead and be able to trust other people to lead? And it's taken away from her a little bit because of the catastrophe that happens when she's blown out into space and she is in a coma for a chunk of the movie and then comes back. But you know, taking her out of the action might have been part of the answer because everybody had to step up when she was there and maybe she would not have stepped away on her own. And so it had to happen that way to show her that other people could step up in her absence. And closely related to that, I would say, is what Poe has to deal with. And it feels to me like the hardest thing Poe could face is a challenge to his own bravado, if you will, to his notion of the idea that he can just jump into an X-Wing and blow stuff up and that's going to solve any problem. And when the military establishment does not agree with him and agree with his methods, is he able to hear other points of view? Is he able to consider other possibilities aside from just going out and blowing stuff up? And how can he integrate those decisions into you know, his own leadership capacity? For Finn, it's a different type of commitment issue. Finn basically is running from the First Order, and the only reason he went to Starkiller Base is because he felt a connection to Rey, and that was it. He didn't necessarily care if the First Order lived or died. He didn't care if the Resistance lived or died. I mean, he did, you know, just kind of iffily, right? Like, if you asked him, he would say, no, I want the First Order to die, but not so badly that he was willing to commit to the cause of bringing about the First Order's destruction. And so could you put him in a situation where he sees that, you know, he is being challenged to make a commitment to a bigger cause, to a bigger ideal other than his own self, which is similar, I guess, in its own fashion to a kind of Han Solo-ish journey, but 
uh, a little bit different because he's not you know, a scoundrel necessarily. He's somebody who suffered at the hands of the First Order and is just trying to get away from that life. And <laughs> things kind of keep pulling him back in. So can he accept the being pulled back in and fully commit to helping the cause that his friends have adopted and the friends that he's adopted. And then we have Rose who is pretty straightforward, I think, in this regard as far as, you know, what's the hardest thing that she could face in The Last Jedi. As her character is presented to us, she's somebody who is used to working on pipes, is not used to being in the spotlight, and now she has to step up and go into a very important and serious role in the Resistance, which, you know, is something that her sister Paige lived up to, and now it's her turn to live up to that. But this is the challenge. Can she rise above her station, literally and figuratively, and take a more active role in the Resistance? Moving on to Rey, in The Force Awakens, Maz Kanata tells her that the belonging she is seeking is not behind her, it's ahead. And yet she can't quite let that go when she goes into the dark side of the Force place on Octo. She says, show me, show me, show me who my parents are. And in the light side of things, she's hoping that Luke will help her as a mentor. And <laughs> that doesn't go the way she thinks it will either. So the hard thing for her on the one hand is how to become a Jedi on her own, without family, without support. How is she going to manage to learn what she needs to learn to be able to help her friends? And on the other side of it, how is she going to learn to deal with Kylo Ren, especially when she begins to feel the light in him? Because she has to deal with these feelings, with this idea that he can be turned, and what is she going to do when she finds out that he can't be turned, that he's actually thinking of something else entirely. Which also relates to one of the hard things for Kylo Ren, aka Ben Solo. What is he going to do when he thinks that Rey is going to come over to his side and she makes it clear that nope, she's all about the light side of the Force and is not interested in ruling with him. But he's also trapped between a rock and a hard place, between Snoke tearing him down for the fact that he did what he was supposed to do, he killed his dad, but it didn't actually work out the way he thought it would either. He thought it was going to make him complete his journey to the dark side of the Force, and it did not. Instead, it just made him more conflicted about the whole thing, and so now he has to resolve this conflict and also resolve the fact that he is under Supreme Leader Snoke's thumb, and there's only one way to get out of this. At least, it certainly you know seems like that's the case. There doesn't seem to be any way out of it until Ray comes along, and suddenly that seems like it's the solution that he's been looking for, but maybe it's not, and maybe that just makes things even harder for him to deal with and makes him that much more bitter and angry as a result. Oh, and let's not forget that after having been faced with his father and killing the father, now he's faced with the opportunity to kill his mother. And so if you couldn't think of anything even more difficult than having to kill dad, well, apparently it's killing mom. So there you go. <laughs> that is my rundown of the hardest things that each of the characters in The Last Jedi face, at least my read on what Ryan Johnson was thinking when he was designing the character story arcs for The Last Jedi. 
And before we wrap up, I just want to ask a brief favor, if you don't mind, if you enjoy the show and you haven't done this yet. Yesterday I said, hey, give the show a rating. Today I'm going to say, hey, write the show a review on your favorite podcast app of choice, if you don't mind. Even just a couple of seconds to say how much you enjoy the show, or hopefully not how much you don't enjoy the show. But (laughs) any words of wisdom that you'd like to share with other potential podcast listeners who might see Star Wars 7x7 in their searches and wonder, hmm, I wonder what this show is all about or whether it's worth checking out. Well, any words of wisdom you could share in a review would be lovely. Thank you very much. And thank you to everybody who has already done that so far. I'm very grateful for that too. All right, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the show as always. And may the curve be flattening for you wherever in the world you may be. Not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. This is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.